0: Hey, this is Dr. Aaron Warner, and welcome to Independent Insights, where we share conversations on topics relevant to running efficient and profitable independent private practices while providing the best care for our patients. Big thank you to Vision Source, whose mission it is to enable independent optometrists in achieving their highest potential for supporting these conversations. Really had a lot of fun today uh, with my two friends, Olga and Kelly. We talked about going from chaos to control, chaos to culture. Uh, we talked about the four things that are that are in our control. What we can do to uh, uh, to, to make sure that we uh, we control those and, and uh, some actionable steps that we can take. Uh, we talked about the power of the 30-second dance party. We talked about some songs that we should add to our uh, our happy playlist. Um, determining healthy baselines and why we all need a partner in crime in the practice. So enjoy the the uh, episode. Enjoy the conversation. Uh, give us a uh, five-star review. Share with a friend. Uh, but also, really, let us know in the comments on what song you think you should add to, or uh, we should add to our playlist. I've got Kelly and Olga here with me, excited to dive into uh, their specialty, which uh, I think I need a little bit of in my life. Before we get into uh, going from chaos to to some culture, uh, let's let's uh, meet these uh, young ladies. Kelly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? What do you do?
1: Oh, absolutely. So I am Kelly Pointer. I am a vision source facilitator for Central and Downstate Illinois. I do work for my administrator, Dr. Peter Kehoe. Um, and I help out. I, I don't work for Kehoe Eye Care, but I do help when they need help at Kehoe Eye Care. We have the transformational team. So we do all kinds of leadership stuff, and and we would like to bring it to you.
0: Awesome. Very cool. And for those who are listening that aren't a uh, vision source, what is a facilitator? What do you do?
1: So the vision source facilitator, we are, we're by region or by state, and some states have multiple facilitators. We are actually the ones that bring our doctors and our staff together. We keep them informed. We talk about the vision source programs. And in Illinois, we bring them together for, um, three quarterly meetings a year. And then we bring them together uh, in November for a big statewide meeting where we invite the entire state. And sometimes we have training. Sometimes we do fun stuff. Sometimes we do a little bit of both.
0: Yeah. We we like a little bit of both. So you're really that catalyst uh, for information and connection. Yes. Very cool. Love it. And Olga, where uh, where are you coming from? Tell us about yourself.
2: All right. My name is Olga Andrade. I am a facilitator as well as director of first impressions for Reedley Optometric Eye Care. We're located in Readley, California, in the middle of nowhere. Um, I have been... (laughs) I have been with our office, our practice going on to eight years. Um, and I enjoy what I do. I love helping people and seeing people grow.
0: Nice. Well, I love the, uh, the, 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 director of first impressions. Um, and if, for those who are not, uh, not watching this, but, but listening to it, uh, Olga's got a, a huge smile and, and Roxy's <laughs> awesome red frames. I, I love it. Uh, what does that, what, what does a director of first impressions do? It sounds like a fun title, but what do you do?
2: It's, it's just a title. So, um, what I do is I make sure when somebody walks in, I have a smile on. I greet our patients, make sure. The flow is cohesive. There's no bumps in the road and during their visit, make sure everybody has a exceptional experience in our office.
0: So perfect. And that's a great lead into um, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, you two rock stars have put together a chaos to culture uh, discussion. You presented it uh, a couple times, most recently at the vision source exchange um, and, and, Culture's huge. It's the, it's the intangibles that we have. Um, and I know certainly it, I always feel like I'm in a little bit of a, uh, a, a world of chaos. Sometimes I joke, my job is, is constantly just being you know firefighter running around putting out fires, whether it's in my home life, whether at the, at the practice, whatever I'm doing. Um, and so walk us through what, 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 what the chaos is and how we can, can, move that over to, to have some more control of in our, uh, in our personal lives and our professional lives. All
2: right. Kelly, you want to start it off? Well, I sure,
1: you know, when it comes to chaos, you, you can never separate home from the practice or home from the office or home from work. Um, and so chaos is sometimes trying to take responsibility for all of those things that are not in our control, that we have absolutely no control over. And we try to, to make some assimilation of organization and, and try to make things happen. When in reality, there are very few things we have total control over.
0: Yep. So we talk it's about tips s- and techniques. Well, I, I, w- I want to pick up on something right out of the gate. And I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt a bunch. But you said that, that we have a tough time separating what's happening at home um, from work and uh, forever. I've heard, leave your problems at the door, right? Le- leave, whatever's happening at home at the door. And I've always thought that was nonsense because it- it's <laughs> me. I can't leave an arm at the door. I can't leave, you know, my uh, frustrations with my wife or my, my kids or uh, my, you know, the gopher in my lawn. Um, so do you, in part of this, are you telling people not to try to leave stuff, but just acknowledge what they're, what they're dealing with?
1: And I, I believe so, absolutely. Um, And, you know, I was thrown into leadership at a young age. And just because you're, you're put into management or something doesn't mean you're a good leader. Anybody can be a boss. Very few can be an effective leader. And I used to tell my people, you need to leave that stuff at the door. I want you to step inside the door with a different attitude. And I want you to give good customer service. And I want you to have a smile on your face. And I want you to be happy. <laughs> or Or I would say, you can fake it till you feel it. Or you can fake it till the end of your shift. I don't care which comes first; just do it. Oh my gosh! It's no wonder I had a bunch of unhappy little campers because you can't. <laughs> it, it, it is not possible. It's like you say: you can't leave an arm, you can't leave a leg. It's part of who you are. Oh.
2: Yeah. So, touching on what Kelly's saying, so this is why this is near and dear to me. I was a person that was coming in and dealing, I think since I've been here eight years, I have dealt with a chronic illness. I have went through divorce. I've had cancer. I had stuff going on with my kids that like is a priority. And I had to learn to like put everything, kind of like find myself and kind of say, hey, it's okay to not be okay. I, you know, I had to learn to ask for help and, you know, make the best of whatever's going on.
0: I like that. You have to be okay with not being okay. Yeah. You do. So, yeah. I think have, it is it's, okay. It's good for a reminder for, <laughs> yeah, it's a reminder. And a good reminder for patients, too, because they're not okay. Yeah. Everybody has something we're dealing with, and, and some of us may have better masks than others, but... Yeah. Uh, very cool. Absolutely. So what, what do we, fig- how do we figure out what we, what we can control versus what we can't control and what do we do from there?
1: I think it comes down to the fact that really there are four simple truths. You, you, can, you have total control over four things. Whatever you put in your mouth, that means whatever you eat and drink. Okay. You have total control over the thoughts that you allow to stay in your head because not all our thoughts are true. You have total control over your attitude. You're responsible for the energy you bring into a room. So you have total control over the attitude that you bring on and that you bring to work or or bring anywhere. And the only other, the fourth thing, the only other thing you can control is the effort that you put forth. That is really all we have control over. We don't have control over the patient that walks in the door who's had a bad day. We don't have control over the tech who's supposed to be scribing for doctor, but she's doing something else. We, I mean, we don't have control over those things. Just those four simple things. Us, basically we have control over us.
2: And a big thing at the exchange this year was mindset. So it's all on how we look at everything. You know, it's not, I have to, I don't have to come to work. You know, my doctor's not going to drag me out of bed. It's, I get to, cause there's other people that don't get to go to work because of, other stuff they're going through, you know, it's, we have to have a positive outlook, a positive mindset in the workplace.
0: I like that. The, the, so let's, let's look at these four simple truths real quick. Uh, the first one I think is pretty straightforward, what we eat. Um, and I control lots of carne asada burritos going into this mouth because <laughs> <I'm> in San <laughs> Diego, I love a next good time. carne asada burrito. <laughs> yeah. Next computer, and, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, but I agree, we can, we, it, I think that one's pretty straightforward. The next one, it, it, on the surface, seems like it's, it's a little bit more challenging. Really? You said the well, thoughts that stay yeah. in our head because stuff jumps in this head all the time. How do I control what stays and what goes?
1: Um, you, make, you, you start by creating new habits and you make them so simple you can't say no. So we have between 50 and 80,000 thoughts a day that go through our head. And that sounds like a vast difference, but it's because researchers can't agree. Um, and they're not all true. The thing is is they're not all true. And some are so fast and so furious you don't even know if they've flown through your brain. So you, you you make it so simple you can't say no. You start creating new habits. You start um one of the things was positive affirmations. Um that's where you start delving into the self care. As as adults and when you have children and you have jobs and you have stuff like that, you don't. You kick into caregiver mode and your boots are on the ground and you're on the run. So it, at some point, you're never gonna you're never gonna find the time. You're gonna make the time to make it happen. Whether you create new little routines, whether you start adding some meditation, whether you decide to journal, self care in itself is literally a minimum of a one day workshop or a two or three day retreat. Hopefully, where there's palm trees, <laughs> because yeah. because it involves everything, right? So so you make it so easy you can't say no, and you start with cre- creating step by step.
0: Okay. And Where's another the resources thing. That- Oh, sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm, and, and for both of you. So we, we've heard self care, and, and at least I've heard it. Um, what, what are where, where's it, a place to start? If I'm not taking a good job of of taking care of myself, um, you know, you, you mentioned affirmations. What what are some kind of basic steps or resources that we can can share and look into to to start that journey?
1: You start. So with, oh, go ahead.
2: Positive affirmations is, I think, the best start. It could even be. Before you leave work, you know, high five yourself in that mirror and say, I got this. Like today is going to be my day. You know, you always have to be sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader because you don't have a support system. Um, I think that's a great way. And one of our favorites, my name is Kelly, is music. You know, get up and dance before you leave, you know, your house or a morning huddle with your team, dance it out for a minute or so, and it just—I think Kelly had mentioned—if you dance for thirty seconds before your day starts, your outlook for the day has changed. You're just getting those endorphins going. Yeah, and and those those
1: things are wonderful techniques. I I think seriously, you want to look at starting if if you're if you don't have a baseline, you create a baseline and you start with your physical health. You know what? Find, go see your your family practice or your internal medicine guy. Get some blood work done. Start looking at your nutrition and start looking, most of all, at your mental wellness because this May is Mental Wellness Month, and there's still huge stigma behind it. And this is actually Mental Health Awareness Week, so this is a perfect week for this podcast. But you start with the basics. Determine a baseline: Are you physically healthy? And then you start by uh, moving your body. You you incorporate those things again, one at a time. It, there is no. If I said, Aaron, you have to get a physical and you got to start working on your mental health and you got to start creating a nighttime routine, you're going to go, ah, and your brain's going to explode. You you make it so simple, you can't say no. One step at a time. One step at a time.
0: So I like it. And uh, I don't know if you guys have heard the, uh, uh, I grew up on Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Uh, Have you heard his (laughs) affirmation song?
1: I, I have not. I, now I, I'm gonna have to YouTube it.
0: If you haven't, do yourself a favor, right? Amazon, Apple Music, whatever you listen to. Um, a good friend of mine, Jessica Stoffel, uh introduced it to me, but uh Snoop has a, I a, a children's album. And um <laughs> and it's really it's it's cool, but the affirmation song, it's cheesy, but I swear you can't listen to it and not sing along. It's I it's, love cheesy. It, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's like nachos, right? You just you can't have just one chip, you gotta have another. <laughs> and uh um, so it's kind of fun for, for, you know, somebody who grew up on, on, you know, inappropriate Snoop to listen to, uh, uh, it's something fun, but it's all about affirmations. So that reminded me of it and it's, it could be a fun place to start.
2: Could <laughs> be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so very cool. So beyond affirmations and, and, you know, getting a baseline on ourselves and our, our health and working on it. Uh, and I love the dancing, the 30 second, uh, dance party. Is uh, is is a genius way of starting the morning because everybody can be a fool for thirty seconds and, and yeah. laugh and just get that <laughs> endorphin rush. Um, and Lord knows nobody wants to see me dance longer than that. But uh, <laughs> right, what 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 else can uh, can we do to to get control of our our emotional well being and our, our thoughts?
1: I, I think this is what Olga's big is. You start bringing it into the workplace.
2: Yes. Um,
1: and you, and you find. We decided she likes to call them work buddies. I like to call them cohorts in crime. (laughs) Um, But you find somebody that you can confide in, somebody that you can be a friend with. And go ahead and share some of the things you do in your office, Olga.
2: So we do, we're pretty silly here in our office. There's days where, you know, it's somebody's in a bad mood. And we're like, hey, if you were a shoe, what type of shoe would you be? Why? And then everybody's just kind of thinking and then like, You know, in between patients are like, if I was a shoe, I'd be a high heel because X, Y, Z, you know, it's just little things, you know, leaving post-it notes on people's desk. Um, You know, sometimes we're all, our staff, other than our doctor, we're all female. Sometimes it's just reaching out, giving somebody a hug, you know, hey, do you need help? Are you okay? Um, You know. A joke, leaving memes, you know, hiding stuff. We do Find It Fridays or Taken Tuesdays. Find It Fridays? Find It Friday. Friday. Yeah, so we hide pens, stuff like that, you know. And pens are, in the office setting, they're worth a lot. Oh, yeah. They need their pens. You can't take somebody's pen because they'll hunt you down. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. I... i like it so you turn it playful
1: yeah yeah and we talked about um we we did this we did this last night we did an extension for anybody that wanted to join us on a zoom last night and we talked too about walking meetings or or recreating the meetings because when you sit down to have a meeting and there's a table or a desk between you what you've done is you've just created a barrier so what if you put your tennis shoes on and decide to make that meeting a walking meeting or maybe you're going to do your morning huddling grab a coffee and meet at the park, anything to get fresh air, get the body out, get the body moving because moving is key. I I, I do hate the word exercise because it, it means so many things, but the whole goal is your body was designed to move. So move it. However, makes you happy, whatever brings you joy.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. So we got the the get outside and move. Um, You mentioned the partners in crime and and the the, the buddy. Is that something formally that an office manager says, well, you know, Mary and Sue, your buddies, and Joe and Don, your buddies, no. or is it a a a kind of organic, just uh, yeah. you know, kind of owns a personal organic. responsibility to reach out to your friend?
2: Yeah. yeah. So Tammy uh, Franklin, she mm-hmm. connected me with Kelly. I can now say Kelly is going to be a part of my life for a long time. Um, we just vibe, you know. I say we're Regis and Kelly. I don't know. I could be Regis. She's <laughs> Kelly. Um, you know, it's just that, you know, and it's good. I can call Kelly or text Kelly and be like, Hey, I'm struggling. And you know, it's, she's amazing. I get little videos from her to just lift cheesy. me up. And it's like, she knows when I'm having a bad day. Cause they she just gets, come in. Yeah. She gets cheesy videos from me. Doctor.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, The, uh, no, that's, that's super cool. Bringing the fun back into it and, uh, and, and organic fun. No, that's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to have to do find it Fridays with my team and their pens. Just not tell them. (laughs) (laughs) No, they would, they would, they would hunt me down in my sleep. Um, well, this is great. What else do you got for me?
1: Well, we talked too about a wellness program, Olga, because it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be um, you know, at a corporate level and the doctors don't have to incorporate it. You can start it in your office. Tell him a little bit about that because we chatted about it last night on our Zoom.
2: Yeah. So uh, me and Kelly, we're big givers. That's our love language. Um, we do. We give a lot. Yeah. We, You know, we didn't really talk much of our why. Well, I did a little bit, but Kelly has been a caregiver for a lot of her family and, you know we've gone through these situations where we've had to find our way to get out of these slumps we've been in and you know how we offered yesterday you know we can help if you know get a hold of us we can help building a personal plan to help you help yourself or we can do something Mm -hmm. like as at an office level um i know sometimes We don't want to say things in the office because there's vents. If I say something in this room to Kelly, it might go elsewhere. So sometimes it is good to have a buddy that is, there's no judgment. It's a third party. It's a safe zone. So, you know, that's why another reason I enjoy writing. That's another good technique because nobody's going to judge you when you're writing your feelings out or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I like that. So, no, very cool. And I like that you, you mentioned that uh, you know, these programs don't have to be uh, overly structured corporate type of 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 programs. I think sometimes those those backfire because they're so structured. And it feels like you're being judged when you didn't hit your 10,000 steps a day or or whatever the case may be.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. it's supposed to be fun. You know what? Life is not short. We've buried a whole bunch of people in my inner circle in the last 14 months, with the last one being a week and a half ago. Life is not short. It is fragile. And we should try to enjoy every single day on the planet that we have.
0: Amen. I, uh, yes. I like that. The, um, you brought up briefly the love languages, and, and I think that's super important. Have either of you done a love language exercise with your teams to find out what their love languages are and how they... they Communicate no. what they need.
1: No, 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 no. So. We, I don't know. We did, we did, at Keo I care. We did the six types of working genius, which is very, very different yep. than love language. It's not a personality test at all. It actually has to do with productivity, but it gives you the language behind why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might be in the Your office might be culturally a fantastic fit, but you still might be unhappy. So that gives you a whole different perspective and different things to look at.
0: I think all those things are are, are helpful. We haven't done. Um, I asked because I was hoping to steal ideas. We haven't done love, love languages in, in our offices. I've done it at home, and it it certainly helped me connect better with my kids, knowing how they respond and understanding how how they show love back to me was uh, was uh, mm-hmm. I think a big one. Yeah. Um, and understanding each other, but I I know there are resources for for doing it at the office, but just understanding the people. And, uh, and, and, coworkers to know how to, how to say thank you. Um, some want a high five, some want a gift, some want that magic pin. It's it, yeah, you know, right? either hid from them to make a game or, or don't touch <laughs> it. Right. Oh. Yeah. And,
1: and oh. sometimes it's not even, I'm thinking about you. It's like, here's a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Which means the yeah. same thing. I'm thinking about you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's lots of different ways to say I care. And sometimes yeah. the words are, are the least effective. So I know one of the things, Oh, go ahead.
2: Go, no,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, I, I know one of the things that you guys had talked about, and I was, I was looking forward to, to hearing, so maybe I'm jumping the gun, but is breathing exercises. Um, because I know that, that, that our worlds are, are by design chaos, right? It's, it's especially yeah. in optometry. Uh, it's, it's arguably one of the most difficult professions from a, a payer standpoint. Lots of different things happening. Lots of moving parts. The uh, but I think even, you know, no matter what industry you're in or what you're doing for work, there's there's inherent chaos and we start getting anxious and that that anxiety creeps in. What are some what what do you talk about with breathing techniques to to help just control?
1: And there are you can go as basic as you want to go. If you're in a high stress situation, you can sit back and you can simply talk to yourself. I am breathing in. I am breathing out. You know, the big one right now is box breathing, which is inhaling mm-hmm. for four, holding it for four, exhaling for four, and holding it at the bottom for four. And people are like, I don't have time to do that. And you do. Because if you even do just four rounds of that, it takes one minute and four seconds. And sometimes that's a powerful one minute and four seconds. Or you can go, I don't know if you've heard of Wim Hof, they call him the Iceman. You can go really extreme oh, and yeah. do some seriously advanced breathing. I, I, I watched my sister do it. it looks like. It hurts. Um and I don't know that I want to go I don't know that I want to go that extreme, but there's so much out there. But it's simply breathing in and breathing out or the box breathing. Those are very simple techniques that, that you don't have to think about that you can put into play immediately, especially if you have stand, people standing at your front counter yelling at you. Yeah. And, yep. and it's it, it works in ev- literally every aspect of life. You have children, so you know there's sometimes you step back and decide to take a deep breath or two because you want to give them an appropriate answer instead of what you're really thinking. <laughs> It's kinda yes. like kind of like team members. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So it can be as like, simple or as advanced as you want it.
0: Oh cool. Yeah. But having that there to go to, I think is the most important piece. Yeah. Ha- having a yeah. knowing that I'm going to fall back to breathing when I feel the anxiety creeping up.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, cool. Those are some tools you put in your toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. And that's as easy as stepping away from what you're doing, going out outside of the practice getting some sun, getting away from all the noise and just doing some simple breathing exercises. That's why I always like say like, Hey, if you're having a bad day on your break, go outside, get some sun, get some vitamin D, get away from the ringing phones, from the patients, just focus on you, ground yourself, come back in. Moods change. Mm -hmm.
0: You bring up an interesting point and I'm sure my, my, my some of my employer colleagues want not wanna appreciate me saying this, but it's important, is I at least in my team, they don't take the the their their earned breaks enough. Um I, I feel like if I step outside I'm gonna get behind. I'm going to um you know the the work's catching up. I feel like I'm I'm letting the rest of the team down. Um, but the more I think about it, I've I've never been offended when a waiter at a restaurant says, hey I'm going on my on my break. You know, here's Paul, he's gonna fill in for me while I'm gone. That doesn't offend me, um, and, and I don't even think much of it other than I get to hunt down Paul when I want more drink. And so uh, I think that, that encouraging and being okay to, to to tell people, you know, go take a break, step outside, get some fresh air, just let it go for a few minutes is, is something that I don't do enough of encouragement on my team, so I'm guessing most others don't either.
2: Yeah.
1: And sometimes your team, I mean, each and every one of us, sometimes we think the same things you're thinking on your side and we don't give ourselves permission to do that. We have to give ourselves well, permission to do that sometimes.
0: Oh, yes, definitely. Um, maybe even a little bit of as leaders, you know, some, some force permission. You know, hey, you need Absolutely. to go outside right now. I'm seeing that you need this. You know, here's, uh, 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 you know, just go out and take some breath. You know, come Absolutely. in when you're done. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because when you come back, it's 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes. You'll come back to the building's not going to be burnt down in 10 minutes. Hopefully. (laughs) You know, (laughs) bigger problems if it is. Yes. Um, And in those 10 minutes you take. It honestly, 10 minutes goes by so fast, you know. And you come back regrouped and in a better mindset. And it's not just helping yourself, but then it kind of translates over to your team. Because emotions and feelings, if I come in having a bad day, I just am like, my team is going to feed off of that. And then everybody's going to be in a bad Mm -hmm. mood. So, you know, it's, I think, important if you notice somebody like that just needs to get out step out for 10 minutes five minutes you know come back you should be in a better mindset
1: and actually that's a perfect place olga is to put your playlist if you're gonna go out and take your break take your playlist because everybody music is the essence of everything since the beginning of time and it lets you feel your feels it lets you connect to your emotions and i always thought you needed one playlist but i've revamped that and i might have to revamp it a second time so, you need two playlists. You need one that literally pumps you up. You need one that we energizes need three. you. That, may, uh, that makes you want to <laughs> dance, that makes you want to do. And you need a chillax one because if it's time to grab a glass of wine, sit back on the couch in front of the fireplace, and you just want to chillax, you, you need one for that. I have been introduced to what they call mad music. I'm still in the research phases. I don't, yeah, you're looking quizzical. <laughs> I'm still music? in the research yeah. phases. I, 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 Olga could probably share more about mad music, but I I, I can be mad all by myself. I I don't know if I like that feeling. So (laughs) maybe Olga should tell us about mad music.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) So mad music, I have my playlist. I'm going to have to share it with Kelly. Um, It's hard rock music. It's like head banging, screaming music where I'm just mad, but I need somebody to be mad with me. I just, get in my car, put that on, crank it up. And I'm just like, you know, just vibing with the music and it helps. Sometimes you just need to be in that
0: angry. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. You got to (laughs) be in the emotion that you have, right? You have to, uh, you don't want to box everything up and there's certainly a time to, to have that release. Oh, I, I, I've put on that, uh, that heavy metal playlist yeah. I, I like to run feels, so right? it, you throw yeah. it on and those tend to be some very very um fast pr type setting runs we won't call them mm-hmm. angry runs but there's probably some of that emotion in there um yeah. but then you burn it out right you dance it out you headbang it out you do i i you do wouldn't headbang while i'm driving but uh <laughs> well, I, can, I, I can see the value of a i've never heard it called a mad playlist but yeah <laughs> you know yeah so odd this has been fantastic. Uh, one theme that has come up, and I think it's, it's probably a good place to, to kind of pull it all back together, um, is that it's all about your mindset. And, and, you know, all these, all these uh, individual actions and, and recommendations that, that you guys have shared really all come back to mindset and that goal of being able to con- control the chaos. So talk to me about how, uh, how that mindset really helps and empowers us to to do what we need to do.
1: Kelly? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, th- that is one of the things we have total control over, the thoughts that we allow to stay. And, and I think I st- stated earlier, you start creating new habits, you start creating them step-by-step. Step. Um, positive affirmations are huge. I'm going to go back to exercise or movement one more time because it is the most underused antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication there is. And I'm going to incorporate a little bit of laughter with that because, you know, they use laughter for healing. Olga knows that because she's a cancer survivor. They use laughter. um, I have a, a friend that works in the funeral industry. They use it in grief groups, but laughter releases endorphins in the brain which are the feel-good hormones, it also releases neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. So it is as easy as step-by-step, step, one thing at a time, building your toolbox with all kinds of little tools that we've shared. And, and we have literally just touched the surface. It's like an iceberg. The only part of the iceberg we see is the tip. There are so many things you can do. Um, And, we we only have control over us, so you you do have to decide, you know, what, what do you want every day to look like? Do you want to walk in energized and ready to go? And if you, if you dance 30 seconds and you walk in that door, what kind of energy are you taking into that room? Any energy mm-hmm. you take in is contagious. So are you taking in your vibe playlist or are you taking in, oh, man, the neighbor just hit my dog and I wrecked my car and I did this and the kids, you know, I mean... It's almost a country song waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I like that idea of contagious.
2: Yeah. And then kind of like tying this back to the workplace these last three years, especially here in California, how is was it's telling Kelly, it's been a whirlwind. You know, in the optome- optometry field, we've had challenge after challenge. We've had delays. We've had, Staff shortages and that takes a toll on everybody in the practice from doctors to opticians to our lab techs. You know, 39% of people in the healthcare industry are exhausted. You know, they feel overworked because it's been a constant change. And some of these techniques me and Kelly discussed today, there's really, it's minimal cost. You know, and once you start showing, acknowledging the effort staff is putting in, you know, recognizing fellowship and contribute, to, you know, people, just people being people, you know, it changes that culture in your office, that dynamic of being a safe zone because we are at work a third of our wake or a third of our life, you know, and it's being bringing back that people first environment. You know, it's you know, if we go back thirty years, you know, you came in. It was like everybody knew your name at your doctor's office. You know, we're still in private practice, but you know, let's keep it happy. You know, like let's. And and I know it's, it sounds cheesy, but we. Our staff, our team members, they're the ones that help our doctors realize their dreams. You know, we're like that front line that kind of keeps it going. So, you know, it is important to invest in our staff and our team members because they're the ones out there, you know, grinding and rolling with the punches of whatever change is coming, you know. I know things are a lot better now. Um... We are no longer wearing masks here in California. You know, our delays are a lot better. But we still, after all this that happened, everybody's kind of adjusting. And, you know, that's where that silent quitting and burnout is. And it's now trying to help others so we get to our pre-COVID selves.
1: And I think listening to our team members, because it is culture is created with diversity and we each bring our strengths and, and and our strengths play off of someone else's weaknesses so it's coming together it's it's listening it, it's actually not listening it's listening to understand it's actually hearing what they have to say it's
0: right yep so nope. nope I like that this is uh I've got lots of notes that uh that I'm going to take back to my team and I thought we did a, a, i think we do a pretty good job with uh with culture but we can always do a whole lot better and, and have some ideas. I um, appreciate both of you very much for, for, uh, uh, for joining and, and we'll have your contact info in the show notes for, for people who want to, uh, to engage more and, and pick your brains more. Um, but I want, to, I want to ask one last thing because I love this idea of music. So uh, I brought up Snoop Dogg's uh, The Affirmation Song. Um,
1: Okay, but, uh, now you might have us one... dance. Then you'll be
0: sorry. I, yeah. Oh, you'll appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> but give me one song if you're gonna if you're gonna build that that playlist. Maybe not the mad playlist right now, Olga. But the uh, if you're gonna have that playlist, give me one song that that that's your go-to. You know, make me make me ready for that uh, that work day.
2: Song. I think "Happy" by Pharrell.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
2: That is a good one. Uh,
0: that's a good one.
2: It
1: is. I'm sorry, but I'm going to go with good as hell by Lizzo. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, Lizzo definitely, uh, you, you put your whole energy behind it. And, hey, she, uh, she believes
1: in body positivity.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, and, and sometimes it uh, you just got to call it like you see it. So I, I like that. Um, and I'm going to throw in, uh, in addition to the Snoop Dogg, um, I really default back to uh, Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Um,
1: oh, I love that. That song.
0: just good kind of beat. It's that it. it, yes. it, it, it you can't argue with it. Um, you, you cannot. Know, we all try to do the moonwalk and fail, but we try. <laughs> right, so I. Uh, those are those are all three good ones to get this playlist started. So. Uh, yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, thank you guys very much for for your time and everything you do, how you contribute to uh, to, to to your local communities, the Vision Source community, and uh, and optometry as a whole. Um, because uh, none of us are in this alone, so really appreciate your time and uh, and efforts today. Thank, Thank you,
1: Dr. You. Warner. It was great to be here.